You're listening to Deep Breaths, Updates from Chest on ReachMD. This series is produced in partnership with the American College of Chest Physicians. The following episode was recorded live at the 2019 Annual Chest Conference in New Orleans. In this episode, we welcome Dr. Anoop Nambiar, a pulmonologist and founding director at the University of Texas Health San Antonio Interstitial Lung Disease Program, and Dr. Joshua J. Mooney, Clinical Assistant Professor of Medicine at Stanford University. And now, here's your host, Dr. Nambiar. I'm Dr. Anoop Nambiar. I'm a pulmonologist in San Antonio and the founding director of the University of Texas Health San Antonio Interstitial Lung Disease Program. Uh, Coming to you from the 2019 annual chess conference in New Orleans, and joining me in the studio to discuss interstitial lung disease, or ILD, is Dr. Joshua Mooney. Dr. Mooney, thanks for being on the program. Thank you for the invitation. Uh, It's an honor to be here. So, Dr. Mooney, uh, each year at CHEST, uh, we hear about the latest diagnostic and treatment advances. So what are some of those updates in regards to ILD? Yeah, so I think this has been an exciting year for ILD. I think um, leading into CHEST, there was a number of uh, important developments in the field of interstitial lung disease, and I think at the CHEST conference here, we've had a number of sessions that have been able to highlight those uh, developments. There, Just today, we had a session, an uh, interactive session, case-based, where we discussed the latest developments in, in therapeutics, and I think it provided a great clinical application to those emerging therapies and how we uh, envision them working for our patients. I think we also recognize that there's a number of delays in the diagnosis and treatment of ILD, and so I think the number of sessions here brought awareness to the importance of early diagnosis, uh, the modalities that could help um, uh, provide earlier diagnosis to our patients. I, I think it's very uh, important as we're having therapeutic advances in ILD um, beyond just IPF that we're very thoughtful about how we implement and utilize those therapies, and I think that's been a focus of some of the sessions here at CHEST. I uh, second all of that. I think in addition, I would probably add that it's just uh, exciting to see the um, the interest and um, the enthusiasm amongst the chest attendees at the different ILD sessions. And I think uh, s- emphasizing the importance of an earlier accurate diagnosis and initiation of a pr- appropriate and not harmful therapies, I think, are also um, uh, some uh, themes that I've also uh, been hearing. And if we just focus on diagnosing ILD for another moment, Dr. Mooney, uh, what modalities are emerging to help us complete that initial step earlier? Yeah, so there was a session on uh, Sunday titled Emerging Diagnostic Modalities in Idiopathic Pulmonary Fibrosis. And I think, you know, these highlighted uh, currently available tests such as the newly uh, developed and genomic UIP classifier. Also, there were sessions highlighting the role of cryobiopsy in the diagnosis of interstitial lung disease. And then there were a couple kind of new or emerging therapies, such as endobronchial optical coherence tomography, quantitative CT analyses. And so I think these were some of the diagnostic tools that are becoming available in these sessions, highlighted them and how they could potentially be implemented in clinical practice. So it sounds like these are some pretty exciting um, new diagnostic tools that um, we could be using uh, in, the, in our clinical practice, um, but I think uh, uh, it's very likely that more data 
and studies are going to be necessary to really have a good sense of uh, the role that they're going to play. But again, very exciting uh, indeed. For those joining us, this is Reach MD and coming to you from the 2019 annual chess meeting. I'm Dr. Anoop Nambiar, and in our, in our studios is Dr. Joshua Mooney. We are discussing interstitial lung disease. So, Dr. Mooney, we spoke a bit earlier about diagnosing ILD, but now let's shift over to its management. What new techniques do you see emerging in lung transplant technology? Yes, I think first of all it's important to uh, remember and acknowledge that for patients with advanced interstitial lung disease, lung transplant still remains really the only curative therapy for these patients. And so overall problem facing these patients and lung transplant as a field is that these patients have unpredictable um, and progressive courses. And this is often problematic in the current landscape of donor lungs and their availability. So one of the things that I think has been an emerging technology is the use of extracorporeal membrane oxygenation therapy as a bridge to lung transplantation. I think we've recognized within the lung transplant field that the use of ECMO as a bridging strategy can allow for ambulation and is becoming really the um, preferred way to uh, manage our patients with um, advanced disease at the end stage while awaiting lung transplantation. I think it also can help patients with rapidly progressive diseases as a bridge to even decision lung transplant and certainly as a bridge to actual lung transplantation. And so uh, ECMO was a, a topic of discussions on Sunday and Monday, and I think this has increasingly been utilized to help patients with interstitial lung disease make it to lung transplant successfully. So other important uh, emerging lung transplant technologies include the use of vivo lung perfusion, uh, which or EVLP, which uh, is a modality to help um, uh, assess and potentially utilize uh, donor lungs that were previously not utilized, as well as, I think, increasing emphasis on uh, donors who we historically have not used for lung transplantation. And hopefully, due to uh, evol uh, evolving technologies as well as increasing data about these other potential lung donors, uh, this will increase the opportunity for lung transplant to help patients with ILD in the future. That's fantastic. It sounds like um, the uh, importance of getting patients referred to a lung transplant center and also uh, incorporating these various new techniques are, is a very hopeful and promising uh, approach in the future that I think we can really help a lot of these patients with ILD improve their survival and uh, quality of life. So in addition to the evolving technology and use of uh, ECMO as a bridge therapy for patients with ILD needing lung transplant, I think there's other emerging technologies as well, and these include the use of ex vivo lung perfusion, which is a technology where we can assess and better utilize donor lungs that were previously not acceptable for lung transplant. Additionally, uh, there's increasing data about the usability of donor lungs that were previously not acceptable for lung transplant, such as those with uh, hepatitis C, which can help increase the availability of donor lungs for patients with ILD who need lung transplantation. It sounds like all of these emerging technologies and the excitement around these sessions are really highlighting the importance of uh, getting patients with ILD referred on to a lung transplant center with the hope of improving their quality of life and survival. So I think that's, it's fantastic to hear. 
And for those living with ILD, are there any self-care strategies that we can share with them to help with symptom management? Yeah, so there was a a great session here at CHEST, at the beginning of CHEST by Kathy Lindell and Amy Case that was entitled Discussion on Goals of Care Across the IPF Disease Continuum. And so this session took place on Sunday. One of the takeaways, I think, from that session to the audience was that patients want hopeful realism, that they want to know the seriousness of their IPF disease, including, you know, that there's not a cure for this disease, that it's unfortunately a progressive disease, but they also want to hear the treatment options. And I think there is, and so I think one of the takeaways is that patients want hopeful realism. So I think along with uh, self-care strategies and symptom management, I think one of the focuses uh, that uh, was discussed here at CHESS is that uh, patients uh, really need active management about other comorbidities and assessment of other comorbidities. And I think recognizing comorbidities such as mental health disorders, anxiety, depression, that are very common in patients with ILD, particularly as their disease progresses, is very important. I think um, other assessments that are often overlooked in terms of oxygen need, assessment and treatment for comorbidities such as sleep apnea, and also, very importantly, the patient support system and the caregiver support and the burnout and mental health issues that come for caregivers are extremely important to consider. It's great to hear at these sessions that um, we're, we are talking about patients with in, uh, suffering from intra-lung disease, but also uh, not only disease-specific strategies of management, but also considering a pretty important uh, other factors and comorbidities and, and uh, issues that also surround the patients that can you know pretty significantly affect their quality of life and especially their symptoms. So I think the focus also on symptom management I think is very, very important and I think it's only going to be uh, something that we're going to be talking more and more about because of the fact that um, with many of these ILDs, the disease is still progressive and if the patient is not a candidate for lung transplant, in addition to uh, trying to slow down the disease progression, um, we'd still want to make sure that we are paying attention uh, to how to make them feel better. Yeah, and I think the other important realization is that the therapies that we have currently to treat IPF that slow disease progression don't impact quality of life. And so I think these are important area that we need to explore about what are their strategies that we can do to affect day-to-day living for these patients. Lastly, Dr. Mooney, for all your colleagues listening out there who diagnose and treat patients with ILD, what would your one call to action be for them? Yeah, so I think the first thing is that there's more work to be done. I think there's a a lot of enthusiasm about the developments of the last year in terms of treatment options for patients with non-IPF lung disease, but I think Um, we're still dealing with treatments that are limited and that slow disease. And I think our aim should be to develop treatments that halt and uh, ultimately cure pulmonary fibrosis. And I think the second is that we're still struggling, I think, as a field with timely diagnosis and treatment. I think prevention of the disease is really where we need to move towards. And I think prevention, I think it's important to recognize that scarred lung is not recoverable or reversible lung, and so the focus should be on prevention of scarring, and I think that's where we need to increasingly move towards.
as you said, Dr. Mooney, uh, in addition, the number of different sessions here uh, looking at uh, making a more accurate, timely diagnosis, I think is critical so that we can try to get the patients on uh, initial appropriate therapy, avoid harmful therapies, try to help slow down their disease from progressing for as long as possible. But I think also paying attention to, as we mentioned, other uh, coexisting factors that can significantly impair someone's quality of life and um, ultimately perhaps their survival too. So I think the sessions here at CHEST on ILD have been extremely uh, exciting. And um, I think for our colleagues out there, I think there's uh, definitely more to look forward to. But I think as we talked about there's been some really important clinically relevant sessions and, and discussions that I think um, we can start to use even tomorrow when we go back to the clinic and see our patients with ILD. Those are great calls of action for us to keep in mind as we come to today, end of today's program. And I want to thank my guest, Dr. Joshua Mooney, for joining me to discuss the latest updates in ILD diagnosis, treatment, and management. Dr. Mooney, thanks for taking the time to speak with me today. Thank you. It's a pleasure. I'm Dr. Anoop Nambiar. Thanks for listening. This was Deep Breaths, Updates from Chest, produced in partnership with the American College of Chest Physicians. To access other episodes in this series, visit reachmd.com chest, where you can be part of the knowledge.